Welcome to season two of Through the Marketing Lens podcast, your go-to weekly business podcast that's fluff-free, to the point, and filled to the brim with real strategies and honest experiences that will help you in your business. We keep most episodes bite-sized because I know you're busy. I'm Katrina Aronson, your host and a marketing and business strategy coach for small business entrepreneurs. I've started and scaled my own multi-six-figure businesses before even becoming a coach. And my deepest desire is to help women to have the tools and the confidence to do whatever is on their heart and make money doing it. Let's jump into today's episode. Oh, hello there and welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're coming back, I'm so happy you're here. If you haven't already done so, two things you can do. Subscribe to this podcast. That's going to make sure that you get the newest episodes wherever you're listening. And to kindly rate this podcast if you like what you are hearing. It matters so much. All right. Let's dive into today. And that is um, if you think that it is time to raise your rates, how do you know that it actually is? And how do we do that well? A lot of business owners don't care if your service or product have a lot of stress around whether they should increase prices. And it's really not an easy decision. A lot of times when I talk to clients and they feel ready or they teeter between, I want to, I don't want to upset older clients or people that have been with me for a while. Am I worthy? All of these things come up. So I want to talk to you about a couple things today. We're going to touch on how worth is playing into what we charge and how to make sure clients, um, current clients are prepared for these kind of changes. If you should even raise rates on your current clients and how to deliver that message with them in mind. Okay. This is not a cookie cutter situation. Whether or not you raise your rates isn't going to be the same as someone else raises their rates, right? Um, so let's discuss that worth aspect first. Look, as you first get started and really get into what it is that you are doing, you're probably going to undercharge in the beginning as you find your footing. And that's totally normal. I did a lot of stuff for free when I was just getting started in coaching. Um, although I already had a skill set, I wanted to make sure my process was really nice and solid, right? So it doesn't matter if you're a copywriter, a photographer, a bookkeeping, you name it. Um, as you really hone your craft and become better with your client journey, you're going to start to feel this readiness come up. But you're probably going to hold back with some fears on raising your rates. Maybe it's that you know, my clients won't pay more than I'm already charging, or I don't want to upset someone, or who am I to charge that, right? That comes up for a lot of people too. I want you to know this. It is totally normal, and it is part of the entrepreneur journey. I'm really finding that next level. There is no specific mile marker that you're going to hit and then feel ready, right? You're probably going to be ready before you actually make the changes, but you're going to actually need to do work before you make those changes. So here's kind of where that signal is. If you are 
booked out if you're service-based or close to it. It is time to charge more. And what your definition of booked out is different than my definition or someone else's definition of booked out. And here's why that really is when it's time, right? So scaling what you do as a service provider is tied to your time, okay? So when we are in the industry of um, whether it's online or in person, it doesn't matter, you are charging essentially for your time in a lot of ways. So there's multiple ways that you can scale, but they are all tied to your time, okay? So there's only one of you. And as you get better at what you do, the demand for you will get greater because you're getting better, right? And your value on your time needs to go up. It really is that simple. You are giving more the better that you get at what you do. So if you are there, if you're feeling like, okay, I am pretty booked out, I am close to full or full, and the idea of charging more makes you want to puke, which I've definitely been there, or just feels like maybe it's impossible, someone's not going to pay that, you are probably struggling with believing one of two things. You're struggling with believing that your client will actually pay more. And that in itself, you are making a judgment on what they can pay, what their wallet looks like. And that comes from your own money stories. Or you are struggling with believing that you're bringing the value that aligns with your new number, right? So you really have to check in with, am I bringing this value? How do you get to a place where you really believe that? And that's work that you really have to do. But I want to tell you a quick story here. This is a true story. A client of mine who runs a service and product-based business, it's all one business, but it's twofold. We've worked together for a couple of years now. And she finally um, has grown her business to a level that she was way too far-stretched and offering one of her services for free when you bought her products. Okay, it was a smaller level service, but she offered it for free. And that was kind of part of her deal. It was kind of part of her sales. And um, she really thought people would be mad if she started to charge for that, right? She made, she kind of told herself that story that people would get really upset if she started to charge for that service. But she got to a point that her time was very precious to her, meaning her time and her team's time was a lot more in demand and she really didn't have anything else to give. So after work, she decided to start charging for that free service to weed out people who didn't really want it. Because what happens is when we're giving things away for free, people often just take advantage of it because it's there. They don't even necessarily want it, but there's a lot of psychology behind that. So additionally, if you wanted that service fast, you would have to pay essentially a rush fee. So um, she could take a bit more time if she needed to, to deliver that. Okay. This was really scary for her. But what do you think people did? 
Um, do you think people turned away from her? Do you think she lost business? How would you think people would react to this? First, I'm going to tell you how she delivered the information. So she shared the information that it was going to change in several ways. She gave plenty of notice. She explained the change to people. So what she said was, with inflation and costs rising, which was absolutely true, we will be charging for our services, but our product prices will remain the same. So people really understood her reasoning. And she also gave them time to process it. So she didn't just change the pricing the next day. I believe she gave about 60 days notice. Maybe it was 30, but it was a good window of time. As Brene Brown says, clarity is kindness. And this really was the case here. She was clear. She was concise. She gave them time. um, And she had no pushback. None, zero. Isn't that crazy that the fear that held her back from doing it was not even real? Nothing there came true except positive. And that's usually the case when we deliver the message well. Now, that doesn't mean a few people won't push back. We are not expecting perfect, but having a strong explanation and being kind usually wins. Right? She was also um, smart and she versed her team very well. So they were fully prepared and on the same page, which absolutely helps um, in that situation so that they could uh, back her up, have the same story. You don't want anything to conflict, of course. But most recently, she said to me, one of my team members said, I feel like in the last year, we went from being a mom and pop to a big business. And while this one particular thing was not the catalyst, it was many things, it's decisions like this with a process that really change your mindset, right? And start treating your business as a business, not a hobby or a side project or a side hustle, which I hate that word, And isn't it beautiful to have your team really recognize this with you? So um, back to doing this in your business. I like to say when you're feeling any kind of internal nudge, and often that comes out in the form of resentment, which is really if it's unhealthy, of course, right? You could become aware before that resentment comes up for you. Um, And that resentment would mean that you're feeling like your time is not valued enough or that you just don't have enough time and you feel exhausted. These are your major signals. This is past the point of where you should actually be raising your rates. So, um, you know, raising rates on clients, current clients can be really tricky, which is what my previous client did do. Um, with her, with going forward, I do have a couple of pointers here. It really depends on your business because she is product and service based. It's quite different. Now I want to say these are my own opinion from my experiences and what I have seen clients do. I want to tell you that there are multiple ways to do this. And I want to make sure that the way that you decide to go 
feels in alignment with you. Keeping current clients at their rates is important to me and my business. If you're going to continue to offer the same service and they are legacy clients and have never left you. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. Keeping your current clients at their current rates, their legacy rates is really important to me. If you're going to continue to offer the same services to them and they've never left you. However, depending on what it is that you do, they often will offer you essentially a raise if you continue to work with them. So in three years of working together, I would not expect your rates to remain the same if you are freelancing for them, right? So of course, we're talking about various businesses here, but for example, working with a VA, if I've been working with her since the very beginning and she charged me, you know, what she was in the very beginning, let's say 30 an hour, and she stays with me for years, um, I wouldn't expect her to say at the $30 an hour rate, I would preemptively give her raises, probably on a semi-annual or annual basis. It's not going to be the same conversation with everyone. It really depends, again, on your relationship and your structure, but I just wanted to give you some context there. Um, Let's say that you write copy on someone's sales pages, and so you're working with them on a project basis. Are you going to give them the same rate that they had in the very beginning, or are you going to raise those rates? That is very subjective. Um, I do believe that it is fair to say that your rates have raised over time if you are only being hired on a project basis. If you are working with someone and your suite of services with them shifts, let's say you're a social media manager and now you are doing reels for them and you didn't do this before, it wasn't what you originally talked about, then yes, your prices should go up, but it is on you to get that message to them. That's really important because a lot of people will just say, well, it wasn't what we originally talked about, but I don't want to charge them more because I don't want to lose this client. And there's a lot of excuses when a lot of times, if you just said, this wasn't what we originally talked about, here's what the incremental amount would be. And then you just, you know, it's their decision to make, do they want to do it or do they not want to do it? But if you don't do that upfront, if you don't do that sooner than later, then it just gets kind of awkward when you, when you do get resentful. Okay. So let's talk about how to deliver that message. Um, it depends on what your business is again, but emailing all of your clients outside of that legacy group and letting them know that this is going to go into effect in the next 90 days or so, right? So picking a number like 90, 60 days, which feels really nice and full. So if they want to book you now, you will honor their previous rate until that time. This prepares people and also gives them a special price. People love to feel special. So play into that certainly to keep them in that positive headspace. Right. So let's say they had a few projects that they wanted to get get done. Often what that will do is they will just do it now instead of later. So that actually benefits both of you and 
they're going to feel positive about it. Uh, make sure that your emails are very personal. You do not want this to feel blanket and corporate. You want to make sure these people have um, who have supported you in your business and believe in what you're doing continue to feel special working with you. And share that information on social media. That does not have to be personal if it's appropriate. And give an explanation. You know, we want to hear the story behind it. We want to know why you're doing it. Um, it can be that you've been doing this for a long time and you've never raised rates and you've decided to go ahead and do that now. But we want to understand. And a lot of times if we understand the reasoning, we support you in that process. I will share that my clients who have continued to work with me from the beginning are still at their low levels, their original rates, which is pretty crazy because I've raised rates significantly over the years, but that is my personal call. Um, I believe that with that amount of trust for someone to be with me for since the beginning, it's really important to me that they know how much I appreciate that. Um, And when it comes to raising your rates, uh, you don't want to raise your rates after a couple of months of working with someone. Okay. So if someone has worked with you for a couple of, you know, a couple of months, you're a social media manager, for example, and um, you come to them and say, okay, our, our contract is up. It's time to re-up your contract. Here's what my new rates are. And it just comes as a surprise because they've already, they've just worked with you for 60 days. That is really not appropriate. If you're working with someone for 60 days and offering the same services... Um, that's just not enough time for them to to really develop that total trust in you. And I, I really think that giving that relationship time so that they continue to see your value is important. So I like to say raising your rates in that kind of a situation after six months or a year is um, is much more palatable. So if you're an OBM, for example, and you're raising rates across the board, consider that if you raise rates on someone who just started with you, it probably isn't going to be received well. So take take that into account. Take your delivery into account. Um, I had a VA who I actually interviewed in a previous episode. She transitioned her entire business model and changed her rates. She changed her rate structure. She changed her rates. And what she did is is sent me a video explanation and told me how she was going to continue to support me, what her new rates were going to be. And ultimately, I decided to not stay with her because I didn't feel like her new services were really what I needed. But I still continue to refer clients out to her. I still continue to talk to her. Obviously, I had her on the podcast. We have a great relationship. So, um, and she also gave me, I believe, a 60-day transition period out, if I remember correctly, which absolutely left a positive taste. I had time to find someone to replace her. So um, you might lose clients, but it's important to think about how their experience is with that change. If it's a really positive one, they probably will refer people out to you. And just because what you are doing or what you are charging doesn't align, it doesn't mean that they're not on your team, right? And when when you make shifts, when you make changes, 
good things do come if you're really not operating from that scarcity place. If you believe that there is value behind your change, it will all be worth it, right? So that's really important too. It's really believing in the value behind your change. And that is on you, for you to really know that you bring that value to the table, doing the work that you have to do to believe in your services or products. One last quickie story. Um, A client of mine raised her rates a few months ago and she shared with me that it was making her sick, physically sick. She was feeling nauseous about it. And she was fearful that she was going to lose a client, which for her, the monetary um, loss was a pretty big deal. She is um, an equal partner with her husband in terms of bringing in the bacon. And she was raising rates because her services were well outside what she originally offered. And she was not getting paid for those additional services, right? So that was kind of like sticky territory. She had gone down this, oh, I can do this, I can do that. Um, rabbit hole, which many of us have been there. So instead of saying, I won't do those things, she offered them, but continued to stay at her original rate. So when we did the math, um, we realized that if she raised her rates and she lost even one of her main clients, she would actually still be making room. She'd, she'd actually still be making the same um, amount as she was making before. And she would have, she would be making room for a new client at the new rate. So she would be making a lot more. So when she really internalized that, she could breathe a bit and she did it afraid, right? So um, not one of her clients left. And here's why, because they already knew her value, right? They were able to understand her explanation. She was, um, she had gone above and beyond what was on her contract, which she had everything on her contract. So it was easy to point to those things. And um, they already trusted her. So these were established relationships. She made the shift with them with, um, a lot of information to back it up. She had uh, very intimate conversations with them. And her response after all of it was, I can't believe that I stressed about that for weeks. So if you are feeling those things, um, you're normal. (laughs) But really map out your new pricing. Be able to fully back it up and make sure that you are believing in what it is that you are offering delivering that information really well and then giving it time, people are way more understanding than you think. And you're probably imagining the worst. And if they don't understand and they don't see your value and they don't see that you're over-delivering and all of that, they were never going to be there for the long term as you grew. So you're probably going to be stuck here. And is that what you want? It's okay to make these changes, but you have to be the one that sticks her neck out. You are making room for better clients. You're making room for your own growth. This is a part of every entrepreneur's journey. I promise you. 
So with that, I want to say thank you for for trusting me with your time. If this episode helped you, you think it might inspire or help someone else, please share it. That is how we grow. Thank you for posting on Instagram stories, taking a screenshot and tagging me at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting is so awesome to see you guys sharing and putting it out there. We couldn't grow without you. I hope that you continue to shift your perspective and grow both personally and professionally. I'm honored to be part of your journey with all things business life mindset, seeing it through the marketing lens. And I will see you back here next Tuesday for a new episode. So I keep these episodes short because I know how busy you are, but that shouldn't stop you from growing your badass business. So if you want more growth-centered content, I am here to serve. I want to invite you to hop into the show notes right now and sign up for our weekly emails pronto. Or you can do this on my website, whatever's easier for you, um, katrinaaronson.com. No catch, just really valuable content that I create all the time that is meant to help you to grow your business brick by brick. That's how I've done it and helped over a hundred inspirational women to do the same. So what are you waiting for? It's totally free and I'll see you in there.